Good morning, good afternoon and good evening, or whatever time of day you're listening to this. Welcome back to Dad Tales Podcast. I am Leon, father to Ava who is seven and Noah who is five. And my name's Andy and I'm a dad to three girls, Ellie who's 21, Lex who's 15 and Andy who's eight. So together we're going to take a light-hearted look at parenting from a dad's point of view. We hope you enjoy. Happy Dad Tales Day! Happy Dad Tales Day, Leon. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Are you good? Um, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm fed up with the oh. world. We're back in this situation, aren't we? We're back on Zoom. And your face is way too close than I'd like it to be. But it is what it is. We want to stay safe, don't we? Yeah, I was happy to see your face. It's been it's been a glum week, so I thought, oh, it's nice to see you, Andy. But no, oh. not mutual, is it? This has started very differently from last week, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. All you did was abuse me for the first 20 minutes. I know, I, I felt bad about that, to be fair. Yeah, you, you've got feelings too, so I've got to be mindful of that, Anna. Yeah, I do, I do. How's your week been? <laughs> My week's been uh, steady away. I've built a fence, would you believe? Well, I've put a fence up, I wouldn't say built, and then the test is how long it stays up for, to be honest. Strange that, isn't it? Because you're normally causing a fence. <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke number one. <laughs> yeah, boom, shout out bat. <laughs> and is it still standing? It was when I left it earlier on. It's still Elton John. What? Still Elton John. Still standing, yeah, it's still standing. Yes. Tell joke number two. <laughs> yeah, how's your week been, buddy? It's been all right. It's been all right. I spent a few days with Ellie. Ellie come down and that was nice. Just nice for her to be here and chill and spend some time with us so that was nice yeah I, I gave you a call midweek and found out that your daughter's English and grammar's much better than yours after she was abusing you it is yeah way better than <laughs> I take back everything I've ever said to you about yours good it's clearly pot kettle black it's true true I do want to just quickly mention something over last week's episode there was a part in last <laughs> week's episode bless you when we talked about trick-or-treating, it was our Halloween special last week, and we talked about trick-or-treating, about when I was younger, I used to go to people's houses and they used to give me money. And you did mention about why would people do that? Because they could just buy a bag of sweets for a pound. Or if you got 20 people come to your house and you gave them 5p each, it would work That's out a I lot said, dearer. No. It would work out a lot yeah. more expensive. So you go yeah. back and... I said, I said twenty p each, and now because remember doing it when I was when I actually said it in my head, I was like, "What am I just said there?" Because I said, "You give everyone 20, 20 p each, you get five people come to your door." And then I thought in my head, I thought, "That's a quid again." What, what am I talking about here? But I thought you didn't mention it, so I skip over it. But then everyone else decides to point it out. Yes, you're right. Yes. It's the exact same price no, as if you give everyone twenty p each. It's not because you said five p. No, I said twenty. Honestly, go back and listen. Yeah. I said. Because as soon as I said it, I thought, what am I talking about? Because that's the exact same price. You said 5p, I'm telling you. Did I? I'm certain you did. I'm sure I said 20p, but anyway. Yeah, okay, I, I, to be fair, at the time of me saying it, my mouth was open wide. I was like, my brain was going, Leon, what are you saying, lad? Shut, the, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a fair few people comment on that as well this week that have come and said, Leon's maths is nearly as good as his English. <laughs> trying to figure out what I'm good at. 
We'll get there one there's day, mate. Lot, I'm going to say there's a long list of things I'm not good at, and we're going to add DIY to that massively now. I said to wife, I am not doing any more projects anytime soon. That is it. My DIY is done. My hands, look at, can you see that? I've obviously it's no good for the podcast. I've got blood all over my hands. Look at, look at them, they're all cut to ribbons. Yeah, is that from your fence erection? Yeah, look at that. That's a callus and a, bl- a blister from over the spanner. God, it's not designed for hard labour. Great visual for a podcast. That's what I did say, <laughs> but for your purpose, you can see it. What I was hoping for you to go is, ooh, they look nasty, Leon. All right, right. So should we do this again? And we'll cut that bit out. Leon, how's your hands? They're really sore. Look at them. Ooh, nasty. They look sore. I know. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. You're patronising. I've had enough of you. Let's get on with this podcast. We dropped a bit of a bombshell last week that we had some exciting news. Oh, yeah. We have exciting news. This is big news, this, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to tell our listeners, our listener? <laughs> that one listener. Do you want Tune to tell in, our... Are you ready for this? Go on, go on. What is it? What is it? What, what, what is it? I'm excited. We have enough. We have an official sponsor, people, an official sponsor to the podcast. We have a sponsor. Wow. And that not only benefits us, but that benefits our dad tells family as well, doesn't it? It does massively. So we've got a uh, an amazing advert that I think we should listen to. <laughs> I just want to point Loosely out... Loosely around the amazing there. Loosely around the amazing. Just before... Just need to point this out, just before we play this advert... Is that, I mean, how we've never been signed up for Hollyoaks, I'll never know. Yeah, it's a good point, mate, because Hollyoaks has got bad acting as well, so I don't whoa, know. Whoa, 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 I, I thought it was good acting, and we're both very good-looking men. I, we're, we're point improvement of the week, I, I can't read, hence again tonight, I still can't read properly. I think there's only one thing for it. Play the advert, Liam. Click. <laughs> Hey, Leon, after a long, hard day at work, you get home and begin your most important jobs as a dad. You're an entertainer, a chauffeur, a bodyguard, an accountant, a fashion designer, a fitness instructor, and a school teacher to Ava and Noah. How do you like to relax after all that? I like to wind down with a nice glass of King Tree apple-infused spice gin with a dash of tonic over ice. Ooh, that sounds delicious and very refreshing. Where could I get one from? Well, Andy, if you search millhousedistillery.com, there is an amazing website with a variety of gins and liquors. King Tree Gins are also offering 5% discounts to all Dad Tales listeners. Just type in Dad Tales 5 in the discount code at the checkout. That's Dad Tales 5. Remember, use a capital D when you put your code in. Wow, Leon, that sounds amazing. So I just search millhousedistillery.com and shop away and then type Dad Tales 5 in the discount code at the checkout. That really is a small victory. You're telling me. And that was it. So that was our King Tree Gin advert. Please give them a look. They are delicious range of gins. Beautiful. It's time to discuss what we've got on tonight, Leon. We've got our bonfire night special with a little bit of 
Nicky Knight chucked in for a good measure. A, a bit, bit like a, a gin tree measure. <laughs> nice. Like it. <laughs> so, mischievous, so Mickey's mischievous night. We need to point out that this is called Different Things Around the Globe. We have listeners okay. in over 13 countries, which means we have listeners in 14 countries. Good <laughs> so in England, good old sunny England, it's called Mischievous Night. What do you have to tell us about Mischievous Night, Leon? I used to love it as a kid. I used to absolutely love it. Gotta say, I was a bit of a reprobate. Do you know do you know where Mischievous Night came from? Well, I've actually looked this up and there's a couple of theories of where it's come from. One from like a school teacher. And yeah, that's one... that's one I came across. The headmaster is in to let him uh, get the frustration out and you know have a bit of fun. Obviously, what he had in mind is not what I had in mind when I was a kid. Yeah, but the premise of it all is still very much destruction over pranking. Yeah, and I was the same. I'm not happy about some of the things I used to do at Mischievous Night, but I told you about this during the week. I got paid back this week. He did. <laughs> so, as I was just sat nice and quietly eating my tea, me and Ellie was eating tea, I heard a big thud. Wondered what that was. So went outside and had a look. Couldn't see anybody around. Looked at my front front room window and a tomato had been thrown at my window. Tomato juice everywhere. Little oinks. Absolute oinkers. But I feel like it's a little bit of karma because... Well, some of the stuff I used to do was just not. I'd be very upset if my kids were doing stuff like that. Put it over there. Yeah, yeah. Before going further, like I say, I'm not an advocate of what I used to get up to. But as camera goes around, I got a bit of camera this week as well. So put the pumpkins out on Halloween. Loads of little oinks knocking at the door. Like I'm talking about thirty of them. I'm scared to open the door to be honest. But it was all like teenagers. Effing and Jeffing, so I was like, right, I opened the door. But then the stoked pumpkins didn't they smash them up in the middle of the street. So kids came out in tears because they'd smashed the pumpkins to bits. Oh, that's too many devastating. Yeah, there was, there was too many of them to take on as well, which made it even worse. I couldn't go out and start chasing them down the street because I'd have got a right shooting off these teenagers. Because when I was younger, if, if one guy had come out and there'd been that many of me, I'd have gone, let's have a go here, lad. There's more of us than you. Does this not go back to what I was saying last week about why Halloween's so poor? Because you do a good thing there, you put your pumpkins on the doorstep, make it look nice and pretty, so people can come round and trick-or-treat, but then you just get idle vandals. And I think that's another thing to add to my list. They're just kids. Just kids being kids. Is that what you said to Noah and Ava as you wiped their tears away? Well, I was, I was like, don't get upset about it. They're often being at mine anyway. What, the kids? <laughs> yeah, them as well. I get my hands on them. The, 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 the funny, the pumpkin thing is actually making them in it and carving them out and stuff like that. We've done all that. We had a bit of family time, had a bit of fun. Yeah, it's, it's not ideal, but hey ho. Oh, you're, you're grumpy, man. You're out of you, full stop. You just uh, hate this whole holiday. <laughs> just a cold time of year, that's the thing. I tell you what, if, if I get a window put through in the next couple of days because of Mickey night, I'm going to be fuming. I will be chasing some kids if that happens. Are you happy to discuss some of the things that you used to get up to? Or do you just want to let it remain in the past and not promote anything that we've done? Um, what about you? <laughs> and to be honest, I think it's probably left in the past. How I would look at it is how we 
I, I, I genuinely thought it kind of died off. I genuinely thought it's something that's kind of finished. And then obviously I got my tomato. It's not even mischievous night because we're not quite at bonfire night yet. I was going to say, we're not even there yet. And things have already happened. I mean, yeah, I, I think it has died off, to be honest. I think you'd just be unlucky because I can't the last time I saw any kids running around egging and stuff. And I'm quite in a busy area. So I'm probably primed to be, because you can disappear off my area quite quick. So you'd think they'd be out and about around me. Maybe it was just a, a random attack on me. Or maybe yeah. a scheduled attack. Maybe maybe I've upset somebody. It was me. <laughs> you were the first person I did message just to make sure you was at home. When I was hiding behind your wall. I know you're not a fan of fruit and veg as well, so... Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like I say, the, the, tame, the tame things we used to do would be like egging and stuff like that. I know I know it's an absolute ball, especially this time of year, it's quite cold. If you had a frost, that's a nightmare to get off windows next day if you... And obviously, clean your windows and stuff, which ain't great. So, my question for you, B, is that we obviously learn about, we know about Halloween, we know about Bonfire Night, Easter, Christmas, and that, and things like that are taught at school. Will you be making your kids aware of Mischievous Night? Will you be trying to keep it going, or will you just, if they ask, you'll say it, but let's just leave it there? There's plenty of other times around the year where we're pranking and stuff. Yeah, I think I think I'll I think I'll tell them the history of it, but obviously I'll tell them because how do kids know about it now? I, I don't know how I knew about it. One is my mum and dad was telling me about it. Friends of friends. We're both the youngest of three. So we'll obviously learn it from our brothers and sisters. So I think that's where we've got it from. It's not really something that I want to be letting my kids know about and potentially getting them out there on the dark streets, throwing things at people's windows. Not that I ever did that, and I don't advocate that. And I'm sure you're in the same boat, Ad. Yeah, no, like, I'm, yeah, I don't think it's wise, but I don't get how it's died off or, like, if kids are still being told about it, where they're getting it from. That's the weird thing. Yeah. I don't know. I feel that there could be a resurgence of it that it could come back. It'd be like The Purge, if you've seen that film. Certainly not advocating going around and murdering people. We'll leave Mischievous Night well and truly in the, in the past where it belongs. Just out of curiosity, though, to our listeners, does anybody else, have they educated their kids about Mischievous Night or are they leaving it in the past from when they were younger? I won't mind, won't mind knowing that because obviously mine, mine are really young at this moment in time, so I've still got the dilemma of, do I tell them when they get a bit older or do I just let it go? Whereas, oh, mind if anyone's got any teenagers, have you informed them of it? Or have they come home and said, Dad, what's Miss Cheever's night? That's what I want to know. Right, so let's get off Miss Cheever's night and what we used to get up to as naughty schoolboys. Let's talk about the extravaganza that is November the 5th, bonfire night. And I'm going to start us off. Because I, I was so night. well, I was so negative last week about Halloween and all that goes with Halloween. So what I want to discuss and what I want to talk about is I feel pretty much the same about Bonfire Night as well. I, I love Bonfire Night. Oh my god! So you love you love Halloween. You love Bonfire Night. Tell me why you love Bonfire Night. Same reasons, pretty much as the other ones. It's nice to all get together. 
I get to have a hot dog and a jacket dirty on bonfire night. It's a tradition. We always have some hot dogs. Jacket dirty. Wah. Or maybe a stew every now and then, but love them bit of food. The other one is I enjoy, obviously, we get together. Unfortunately, this year, we're not going to the local park, which I, I love going to the park. And I think they put a really good display on every year. But obviously, this year, they decided to cancel it nice and early. I, just, I, I think fireworks are cool. The, the only thing I would say that I don't like about Bonfire Night is is expensive to buy fireworks. And I mean expensive. So we're going to do a little display in my garden. Three-tier pyramid. Kids on top. Gymnastics. Right, so... If this was me, so we, we, we have a, a local park that does a great bonfire display. And the, the good thing is there's a lot of the town that go watch this display. It, it's heavily participated in it by the local community, which is brilliant. I get that. Right. If you're going to do one in your garden, why should you spend the money on the fireworks and let your neighbour watch it? I'm a nice guy. Unlike you, you grumpy get. <laughs> I'm just going to fire them into the floor so only I can see them. <laughs> yeah, let me know how that goes on. Yeah, to be honest, I don't mind yeah, so... I don't mind it, but I can very much take it or leave it. I'm not going to make a massive effort to go watch something. And Because when you do it in your own garden, it's very much... Or should I say, when you go to a display, it's there's generally some music. And it's a real, they put a lot of effort into it. If you do it in your garden, you have to walk up to one, light it, it shoots up into air, brilliant. Let's just leave it five minutes before I reconnect with the next one. And I'm fed up after at least three minutes. Oh, see, we bought a display in a box about, probably about seven years ago when we first moved in. And I didn't really read the instructions very well. I just thought, right, yeah, display in a box. It was like 90 summit shots, stick it on, off we go. So I lit it. And as soon as I lit it, first one, I was like, shh, shh, my little things. And then from there and after, for the next five minutes while this thing was going off, I was having kittens because it was firing sparks over to next door's friends. It was firing rockets towards my neighbours that's behind me. I was just like, oh, my God. And, like, the whole garden was just covered in smoke. And I was thinking, I can't see that anymore. And I was, honestly, I was so worried that I would set the whole fence on fire to a point where I had my niece and nephew. And I was like, get in the house, watch it through the window. Just in case we came flying their way. So I put a text out the other day for if anyone was selling any fireworks or something we do on the back garden. And someone said, oh, yeah, I've got a display in a box. And I was like, no chance. I ain't doing that again. <laughs> I even Googled it. I thought the one that this person was selling was more wild than the one I had first time round. So I was thinking, Christ, first time I absolutely had a kitten. So I'm going to buy a couple of rockets, a couple of bangers and some sparklers. And we're just going to have a little, uh, little nice little easy do. <laughs> my point exactly is that you're buying it for other people If you, what I would do nip round to your neighbours post a little note through the door and say look just so you know I'm having a little bonfire display you're more than happy to stand in the garden and watch but I expect a donation in an envelope through my letterbox nah do it for me on purpose but the thing, I, the thing I find frustrating about fireworks is the the expense of them, and I get the, I don't know, I don't know how you make it, but there must be a legitimate expense to it. But like, for like a, a five minute display in a box, it's like fifty quid for five minutes. It's a lot in it. I think my problem with bonfire night is that 
I used to love it as a kid. My dad used to take me to bonfires and we used to drive around to, to different places. Now, you don't just get them on bonfire. You're getting them all this week in a build-up to it. Again, it comes with this whole commercialization of what bonfire night is all about. So you go to a display. It's not just now about watching a display. There's a fair there. There's flashing things that you sell that kids buy. I think the fact that there's a lot of people as well in one place really does not sell it for me. Is that Grumpy Andy there again? <laughs> it is. The other thing is, there's a couple more things, actually, that I'm not a big fan of. There are some things I do like, but there's a couple more things that I'm not a fan of. And I honestly believe that there's a lot of people that feel the same way about this, that can just take Bonfire and leave it. You was right about last week, and some of the criticism I've had about my grumpiness last week is possibly justified on Halloween. People really get involved with Halloween. People... I think I, I get a feeling there's a lot of people that could take out, uh, take bonfire night and leave it, and just go, yeah, it's it is what it is, not too fussed. And I can tell that by when you go watch a display, how many people when the first firework goes off and they go, ooh, and then it bangs and they go, ah. Look, I can tell what's fake and what's not fake. There's a lot of fake in Uwinas there. I love that. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, but that's, that's just that's like going to a pantomime and going, like getting involved over dramatically. It's all part and parcel of it. So you go to fireworks display and you overreg it and go, ooh, ah, I love it. It's, it's all, it's all, it's like theatre. It's brilliant. No, I tell you what, I do love about bonfire night though. I love the smell of it. If you could put the smell into a candle that I could light. Now this is a mixture of fireworks. It's a mixture of the bonfire that you can hear and you can sort of smell stuff coming off, it's a mixture of, like you said, the hot dogs, the onions, <laughs> the jacket potatoes. And if you could put all that together into a candle and I could just light that in my living room for a couple of days around bonfire night, I'd be more than happy with that. Your neighbours boy think your house is on fire because it smells burning. The smell yeah, but, of meat burning. But they'll be nipping around for an hot dog, though. <laughs> Oh man! So the, yeah, I know what, what you mean. I, I I love the smell. I know what you mean. It's good, good stuff in it. We do tend to find on these discussions that we do end up veering off talking about food a lot. Is that is that a dad thing? Is it you know? Is it a case of when you go to a bonfire, or if you? I know we're not at the moment, but if you go to somebody's house, you are expecting hot dogs and you are expecting jacket potatoes. Yeah. I've always had a hot dog or a jacket tatey on bonfire night. It's just tradition, isn't it? And like even you were moaning then about going to like even go to the park and stuff and the fairs there. I'm all for it. I mean last few years we bought Ava and Noah some flashing light things, salesman's dream over here. But we've reused them for the last couple of years as we've gone down. Really? Don't mind it. Yeah. Salesman's dream me, honestly. You're moaning about how expensive bonfire night is. Yeah, but that's that's for kids. I don't mind that for kids. Obviously, I'm sensible and I don't get, like, go on every ride. They just get to go on a couple of rides. But that's nothing to do with Bonfire Night. It's not, but it's now part of it, so I'm having it. It's good. Exactly it's my point. Exactly my point when it's the whole commercialisation of it all and just show me some fireworks, chuck a guy on the bonfire, set him alight, and then that's it. Happy with that. 
So you just mentioned chuck a guy on fire on fire thing. How come nobody goes around penny for guy anymore? I don't exactly because that's not the part of the commercialization of it. I can't last time I remember, I remember doing it as a kid and you did get money for that one. Because you're asking penny for guy, and that was the day you went scrounging for money and you got loads of money in your pocket. Do you know you were saying last week that you got money from trick or treating? Which I never really remember getting money from trick or treating. But penny for guy, I do. We used to get old tracky bottoms and stuff and stuff them with newspaper, stick them in someone's pushchair, one at family or one at friends who's got like a little kid, and you just go around. Can you remember the urban myth with that about a penny for guy? But well, I say it's an urban myth. I hope it is an urban myth and it won't real. But the room was when we were younger that someone went to knock on someone's door and what they'd done is instead of actually making a guy up with newspaper and stuff, they'd put the friend in it and someone came out with a knife and stabbed the guy. <laughs> Wow, what a but funny I, I, story. Yeah, I know. But I, I think it was like an urban myth. You know, like there's always like urban myths and stuff. Like, but for like years, it was always like, oh, make sure you don't, don't you get in it. Because apparently such and such from Manchester went and did it and they got, the, the, um, someone was in the thing and they got stabbed. Out of curiosity, did anybody else know that urban myth? Any Dad Tales listeners? Did anyone else come across that one? And they could have been from any part of the country. We should send your guy out with a bulletproof vest on now. <laughs> Stab vest. <laughs> why so why do we do it anymore? I've, I've no idea. It's just not a thing, is it? I, I don't suppose this year's been brilliant to get out people out and about, is it? No, but even this year aside, I genuinely can't remember. Like, my niece and nephew and stuff like that, oh, they've ever mentioned going to do it. I don't even think uh, my eldest nephew, who was in his 20s, I don't even remember him doing it as a kid. Because there's no money to be made in it nowadays. It's, it's, down, the, it's down the swan in with mischievous night. There's no one to be mischievous night. <laughs> if I had a big bill at the end of it, <laughs> put people's windows back in. <laughs> Maybe the thing with Penny for the Guy is that people started charging 5p for 20 people and it cost way more than a pound. <laughs> right, so going back to Penny for the Guy, what's it all about? It's obviously something to do with Guy Fawkes, isn't it? Yeah. I don't get why you'd be asking money for... Guy Fawkes is the villain, wasn't it, out of it all? Tried bombing up, blowing up out of the parliament. So why would you be asking for money for him? Well, this is the this is the question that I would always ask about why what why we celebrate bonfire night. Because we have a guy there that was clearly mischievous, thought he'd go into houses of parliament and blow him up. Why are we celebrating that? Yeah, but we we celebrate the, the near miss, isn't it? That it could have caused damage, rebelling against the church and rebelling against the king, wasn't it? So therefore, we celebrate. That's the whole thing is we reenact chucking him back on the bonfire. I get that bit, but I don't get why we try and raise money for him. I've just used a uh, most popular search engine. Jeeves. Uh, yeah, good guy. That. Apparently to help fund the buying of fireworks for the annual family or local community bonfire. So then obviously the guy was Guy Fox, and then that's when you chuck him on. You, you ah, right. Just to pay for that. Yeah, bit weird, I think. I think the whole tradition's a bit of an odd that we still celebrate it all this time later. I find that strange that it's carried on. Well, do you think we should stop? Definitely not, because I enjoy the fireworks. Right. Another one of my issues with the fireworks is, and this is probably my fault, is that, I, like I said, I used to love fireworks when I was a kid. I used to love going to bonfires. You could see the bonfire burning. They'd always made such an effort. It was always a big bonfire. Loads of fireworks and that. And then... I visited the US of the A, in particular, Disney World. And when they do fireworks, let me tell you, 
they do fireworks. Yeah. So uh, makes ours look like a garden display, doesn't it? Yeah, which is again is part of my thing. I think when you've seen such amazing displays, music, everything that's going off, and then you come back and see ours, you can certainly appreciate that they've put effort into it, but yeah. it ain't the same. It just ain't the same as, as what well, you get across the pond. Like I take my hat to them all the time, and I did mention it last week, and I should have done, but in the same vein, we went to Disney when I was younger at Halloween, so I was there throughout the whole Halloween experience. And to the point where we're driving around, so let's say it's a Friday day, we're driving to Disneyland, we're passing people in the cars that are going to work dressed up in Halloween outfits. And I'm talking, they're going to, no kids in car, they're on the way to work. And they've got, everyone's just going for it. And I'm like, that is unbelievable. We don't, we need to start doing that. Going to work, dressed in Halloween outfits. It gets everyone happier. If, if I came to work, dressed as Frankenstein, you'd be loving it. Were there any sexy bunny rabbits? <laughs> no, because you do it properly in America. Do you know what? I don't want to go over Halloween again, because you know my feelings on it. And if you haven't heard my feelings on it, Please tune into last week's episode. Do you know what the other thing what I failed to mention last week about Halloween, which is annoying, when people dress their pets up. Oh, mate, I love that. Get the whole family involved. The, cat, the pet is the family man. Come on. I'm not having it. I don't want to talk about Halloween anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, we've already been there. If you tell me that people are going to work dressed as fireworks, I'm all on board for that. I love a good banger. Hey, <laughs> hey, What's that, dad joke? Ten of them now at the moment. Yeah, that's nine o'clock, dad joke. What are you doing this shift for Bonfire Night then? Are you doing uh, it? I'm going to turn all my lights off and I'm going to look out the window and I'm going to jump on board anybody's garden display that they've got going on. You'll be able to see my garden display, to be fair. I hope I think, so. I'll let you know. I'll let you know as a light and then you can say, ooh, ah. <laughs> I'm hoping what I see is... Your fence going up in flames. That's what I'm hoping. What you'll say is, I'm just lighting now. Next picture of me and A&E going, I've just burnt myself. Yeah. And let's give a big shout out for the fire department. And Yeah, they, they must absolutely hate this time of year. Even like A&E, they must absolutely... Because I'm off for it in my garden. Just everyone be safe out there. Be sensible when it comes to fireworks. Can you remember the videos you used to get at school? Yeah. And they'd be... It'd be, this was Simon, he played with a firework. No hand anymore. Yeah, he can now only count to five. <laughs> well, let us know how your display goes and we'll drop in again next week and we'll reconvene and discuss how we can get your fence up back erect in a safe manner. So, are we going to mention our special episode that we're recording? Yeah. So, we've got a special episode. I'll mention it then, shall I? No, I was going to do it. I was like, going to get ourselves in for a delay. There's such a delay between what, what we're doing. Go on, tell tell everybody about our special episode. So everyone, we've got a nice little special episode coming. It's all about small victories. So that'll be coming in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you tune in to listen to that one. So if anyone's got any outstanding uh, small victories, we've, we've been inundated over the last, what, month, month and a half. So we've got a lot to go through. So we're going to try and get a little episode together, just going through the small victories. Tip for tat with me and Andy as in like, yeah, that's a good one. I appreciate that one or vice versa. Don't think that's a small victory, but they're all that coming in. They're all small victories and we, we love them, don't we? We love a small victory. Makes our life good. Yeah, I think it's important to celebrate small victories in any way, shape or form that you feel fit. And yes, we love them. 
we love them. I've actually had a couple this week, but I'm going to save them for our special episode. And nice. Yeah, so if you've got any small victories, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, dad underscore tails underscore. Drop us an email at dadtails at outlook.com. We have a Facebook group now, so you can join that. Just search Dad Tales on Facebook and we are there. Feel free to join in any of the conversations that are going on on there. And it's all good fun. It is. Just, just want to say thank you to our listeners and obviously bearing with us, obviously, through these hard times and the fact that we've gone back to Zoom. I know I've already mentioned it, so we do apologise for the sound quality. We are trying different avenues in ways we can record, but obviously socially distanced, so please bear with us. And we do apologise. We might have a couple of scratchy episodes over the next couple of weeks, but hopefully it'll be worth it when we get back together and I get to get close to his boat race. Yeah, we can apologise for the sound and everything we can't always apologize for the content so get yourselves involved let us know what you're thinking we are planning for so what we're in now episode is this 23 24 23 23 this episode 23 a video episode for episode 50 we're looking at doing that video episode for that and just to reiterate we can we're also on youtube so follow us on youtube you can listen to us on there if Apple, Spotify, Google aren't your preferred search engine for this type of thing. Plenty of places for, to listen to us, to catch us. And obviously, if you're on Apple, please give us a rating because we love it. And we like to know that you're listening for that one person out there that is listening. While Evers is that one person, we'll keep doing this. I think that's the key thing. Yeah, so keep listening, Mum. Don't stop listening. <laughs> and my mum, will you please start listening? <laughs> we've doubled our listenership in the space of a week what have you got on this week Leon my friend we've got a doom and gloom week ahead of me so as you'll all know leisure is shutting so as of Thursday when this comes out I'll be scratching my head on what I can do with work so it's going to be back to trying to sort ourselves up and gear ourselves up ready to reopen again so I'm hoping it's going to be a short period all the hard work we're putting first time's already there as a blueprint. I think we should need to elaborate on it a little bit more and it gives us a chance to make sure our procedures are good to get us back open. Cause I think I think leisure is really important for people's mental health and stuff like that. I know it's hard when it comes to the spread of the virus and stuff like that, but I think in the long run, I think people's welfare and mental health and stuff's massively important that they get the release from exercise. Especially this time of year, we're gonna find that more people when it was the summer months, people was out running, doing the exercise out in the garden, things like that. I think this time of year, it's hard enough to try and get people to come to the gym, never mind exercise in their own time and stuff. Especially being at work and it's stressful, trying to stick to our rules and stuff like that. Family members worrying about people and stuff like that. So I, I, I do worry for people. I know it's only a month, but let's hope it's not more. So I do worry for people's welfare. Yeah, just I massively agree with that sentiment. And if anybody is struggling, then... We're always here, aren't we? We don't mind if we don't know you. Drop us a line. We're more than happy to have a chat. We'll exchange some messages. Just reach out. Just reach out to people and just make sure you're there, you, you're there for anyone. I think especially people that are well, a little bit vulnerable, you know, not just your family. Reach out to them people that you've not spoken to for a while. Search through somebody on Facebook. If you went to school with, you've not spoken to for 15, 20 years, drop them a message and just say, yo, how are you doing? I agree. Be some dark times recently out there, so I'd, I'd completely reiterate that and agree. Get out there, reach out, make sure people are okay. Just a quick five-minute chat, check. 
and don't forget it's okay not to be okay. So for yourself, if someone actually asks you you're okay, it's okay to say you're not okay if you do need help. So really important that. Yeah, times are tough. So get in touch. We will do this all again next week, my friend. See you next week. Before we go, listen to this. Keep smiling, everybody. Hey, Andy. Happy Dad Tales Day. I've been having a bit of a dilemma, and I'm hoping you can help. Well, as you know, getting out to the shop to do my Christmas shopping isn't easy. I have a few family members I'm still looking to buy Christmas presents for in a safe and secure way. Do you have any ideas? As always, mate, I have a solution. Now, if you search millhousedistillery.com, they have an amazing website with a variety of gins and liquors. They have the King Tree Apple Infused Spice Gin, the King Tree Dry Gin, and these are available in 20, 50, and 75 silliliter bottles. My personal favourite is King Tree Strawberry Lime Gin Liquor. It's delicious with a dash of lemonade and ice. They also have some great idea twin packs too. Thanks, Andy. That sounds really perfect for what I'm looking for. That's not all, Leon. King Tree Gins are also offering a 5% discount to all Dad Tales listeners. Just type in Dad Tales 5 in the discount code at the checkout. That's Dad Tales 5, remembering to use a capital D and your code will discount on your purchase. I'm going to order immediately. So I search millhousedistillery.com, fill my basket with amazing products at amazing prices, and then type DadTales5 in the discount code at the checkout. It's as simple as that, Leon. Thanks, Andy. You're an amazing friend. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast and we hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you are providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling.